Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about data because all marketers depend on getting the right data, collecting data, and we can use this data to create the right marketing message, create content, many other things. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Andrea Paternostra. How are you? Oh, fine. Fine, Anatoly. Thank you for having me again one year after. Yeah, because I got a lot of valuable insights from the first episode and I want to learn more. I need it. I know it's important to manage data because I still see this issue when, you know, people use generic data by using online tools. They chase high volume keywords uh, or analyze competitors, use the same, but each case is different. It's not a good idea. That's why I'm excited to learn more about that. Andrea, remind our listeners about yourself, about your experience, business, uh, and you can Tell more about Italy, why you have such awesome pasta, pizza, and many other things. Uh, I live in Turin now. Uh, two years ago, I lived in Milan. Uh, I moved, and uh, I'm very satisfied with this uh, choice. Uh, we, actually, we are relocating with my wife, so in a few days, we'll be uh, just outside the Turin and a beautiful place in the, in the green. Um, anyway... Um, when talking about data management, I'm uh, stealing knowledge from my colleagues at Tyrion, uh, which is uh, where I, I work, my office job. Um, they are real actual experts in data management since uh, they produce and manage an enterprise platform about data management. I am the CIO, the search marketing manager. So um, I try to conciliate these two words, the words of developers of the software platforms and the world of marketing, uh, which is uh, cool. It's, uh, it's a, a challenge, you know, because um, sometimes we don't have the same um, thoughts. Sometimes we don't, we don't, we, we need to speak a common language. So which is the common language? What, what are the best practices of data management that can be useful as well as for, uh, uh, CIO for search engine optimization. First of all, the business process. Uh, what I have learned in these three years uh, at Ethereum is that uh, people who really know a lot about data um, care about the business process uh, because technology is abundant today. Uh, there's a lot of technologies, a lot of uh, uh, software of possibilities to do things, to do automations, to save time. Uh, to people um, by reducing the manual tasks, you know, everything that uh, you need uh, a data platform for. But what really makes the difference is the business process. So if you, you fit your data knowledge into a business process, that's why the market is uh, so hot and so uh, touched by hypes uh, from time to time. Uh, hypes, for example, data mesh, data fabric, uh, data ops for some reasons, um, all names that are familiar to people working with data. Um, what what does uh, that does matters really is the business approach because otherwise uh, 
these two words are gonna remain separate and they want to speak the same language the the things that we use to make this uh, word speak together uh, is a big business dictionary for example um, business dictionary is uh, a tool where you have uh, a common shared definitions about data and the way you use it another important concept really relevant key concept is metadata metadata today is what makes the difference in a platform because it's attribute uh, it, they are attributes of data and uh, uh, not only technical attributes at uh, in as well uh, um, in the past it was uh, thought to be just a technical thing but a business thing so for example if you google for business metadata you can have a perspective on how business people are using metadata in their jobs and taking advantage and making more profits because they will have a clear shared definitions of data. Some organizations are major about data management and can have a chief data officer, CDO, but some others aren't, are really at the beginnings of data management. So maybe they don't have a CDO, they don't have an executive in the organization, in the organizational chart, you know, in the uh, structure of the top management. And it's more difficult to, to take advantage and to um, create value from data. Uh, so business is the key. Uh, how much you can make data speak with business by using uh, uh, good processes. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah, love it. Awesome, awesome. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, using the right data. I remember one story about Jeff Bezos. Uh, once he got uh, data from research team about a new product, um, and uh, this team asked him to give more time to get more data, to analyze more, but he denied because uh he uh, told them that it's enough we have enough data and we need to test experiment to go ahead and this product called alexa <laughs> today almost all homes in the us have this uh, gadget uh, and i'm interested about getting uh, enough data because i found that many data specialists can tell that uh, you don't need to uh, crush people's minds with over data to provide a lot more than they need. And according to some uh, tweets, uh, studies, that uh, companies usually implement 40% of all recommendations. So, uh, for example, if they pay for consulting services uh, $10,000, they just implement uh, $4,000. Yeah, 60 percent ignored can you tell how to uh, transfer data to decision makers to companies that it's enough uh, we don't need more data uh, let's uh, use it because we i see three problems the first uh, less data or generic data enough data and over data so any insights uh, how to find the balance between them <laughs> Yeah, this is the, the, the last scenario is the most common today. We are being overwhelmed by data. So over data is maybe the most common one. Um, how not to um, 
to be surrounded by too, too many data and how to get uh, data enough, uh, enough data to decide. Um, you need to uh, diminish, to make uh, lower the noise, the noise made by bad data, uh, which means to um, create the data quality part, for example, um, data quality controls, um, often um, making them automatic for example, thanks to a specialized software. Because uh, if the data quality controls are manuals, people can make uh, more errors and uh, spend uh, and waste uh, so much time. Uh, for example, when you have to release a new um, home banking app, so a financial, uh, a digital financial app for smartphones, uh, there was a client uh, um, I, I remind of a, a business case. Uh, there was a client which spent uh, ha so many hours, a dozen, uh, maybe hundred hours in testing uh, this product before releasing. Um, having a good uh, data software means that you lower your time to market. Maybe uh, your new time to market for this product will be one of uh, one quarter, one, uh, 50% of the previous one because uh, when people uh, get struck into excel into manual controls uh, in excel um, they waste time uh, if you have a good uh, a good tool and good and a good process you can save uh, free the uh, 75% of the time and you will save a lot of money this was called the continuous testing and it was about uh, the software quality assurance software quality control and uh, it drove the client to release uh, much uh, which ma with much more speed their digital product uh, it's a big financial group releasing uh, digital products to families uh, millions of downloads uh, of digital apps so you can imagine how much is relevant to test uh, one month before the pro the software product and to discover immediately have a, um, the 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 critical the bugs and you can do bug fix um, day by day instead of that after one month of development this is an excellent use of a data tool for anticipating the release of a software for example which makes the customer happier because the product will will have higher quality. And of course, uh, it's driving more sales uh, and driving more profit to the company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, nice. Well explained. Okay, uh, let's talk about choosing the right data. For example, if we have data and a phone, for example, when companies usually uh, try to sell a lot more uh, than customers need. Let me explain why. For example, uh, in a home page, I often see when companies uh, add almost all their products, all catalogs. Uh, but you know, if I open apple.com, I can see only iPhone. I don't see anything mm -hmm. else. So I can scroll down to find a MacBook, scroll down to find Apple Watch, all, all Apple products. But you know, uh, I found that Apple doesn't try to sell from one visible screen all products uh, because uh, iPhone is responsible for plus 40% of all sales. So yeah. Apple uh, gets more sales from iPhone. But when companies add almost all their products in home page, it might confuse customers. They don't know what to click, what to buy. And uh, if it's hard, 
the best way what people can do bounce they just click leave this website forget about this website i don't need it so yeah. can you tell how to choose priorities because i remember another story from bill gates and he said how he can sell products if he has product a and product b after investing x amount uh, of money to product a and product b if product b uh, for example sells two times more the next time all budget will come to product b ignoring product a because he knows he can uh, sell a lot more can you tell about choosing priorities important things that customers need then trying to sell almost everything yeah uh, such an excellent uh, example um maybe when uh, you uh, are in front of an analytics dashboard for example uh, let's think of the new uh, ga4 uh, that everyone is migrating because google wants uh, us to migrate to j4 for uh, analytics or our website you can feel uh, a bit uh, strange in front of the new dashboard because uh, you think you find uh, uh, less things but uh, after some months you discover that less is more in data uh, as in life <laughs> less is more so uh, you will understand better if you concentrate just on on some KPIs, uh, a few KPIs, not too many. Uh, so you can always add more insights. You can add widgets in your GA4 dashboard. You can add them later. But first, you would you are um, taught to try to get used to this new kind of simplified approach. Uh, this is important in my opinion we can we add uh, plenty of examples uh, b2b b2c i remember uh, an uh, e-commerce plugin maker developer which told um, told us in an event about wordpress uh, just by reducing the choices for the customer from free to two choices uh, they said they have um, increased the sales of that of that plugin because uh, there were too many choices on page people get confused when uh, they have too too, ma too many choices uh, to choose from and this is the lesson uh, in my opinion less is more mm, yeah yeah i agree you know people love simplicity and um, i love it simple content i i hate you know uh, because for example uh, i found uh, some people some books are good for sleeping you know when you have problems with sleep you can take a new business book and sleep well you know all night without medicine pills so guys if you have problems with sleep just take a boring book you know you can sleep well <laughs> uh, i'm interested about uh, important steps to take when starting a data management product a project can you tell uh, if you have some checklist or steps uh, before uh, management data what uh, kind of preparation you usually use okay uh, i'd like my colleagues at Tyrion to answer this but uh, i promised not to sell not to oversell mm -hmm. myself about this so honestly <laughs> i'm stealing uh, uh, i've been uh, since 2020 stealing from them their knowledge so i will try to summarize it for you um <laughs> how to start uh, data management projects uh, uh, expert people 
start uh, by trying to understand other people, their needs and um, their relationships, business relationships across the teams within an organization, for example. Um, for example, which is the organizational chart, how the information flows, how the process can be streamlined, simplified, and which, which one or which ones are the data owners. In the modern data management, the key concept is data owner. Uh, if we speak about uh, roles. Um, I am also press officer, you don't know, but I am press officer of DEMA Italy, uh, the uh, International Data Management Association, uh, the Italian chapter. Uh, so I live with, uh, uh, we, have, we had a meeting this afternoon and we, they talked, of course, uh, about data management all time. Um, I'm really embracing uh, uh, data, data people, data leaders, uh, and uh, when they analyze uh, business situations, uh, they try to understand uh, who are the data owners. Because uh, if if you know who is gonna consume your data, the data that uh, organization will uh, uh, produce, um, it will be simpler to organize uh, the process. Uh, another key concept, for example, is not only data owner, but the data steward. It's a concept related to data governance. Maybe data governance today is still the most important keyword um, to search about, um, to understand how data management uh, works today. Uh, my friend uh, uh, Mauro, my head of marketing, Egle, are publishing a book about data governance the, in two months, next two months. They will present it uh, all over Italy with a lot of events, speaking uh, at events. And they are very active above this because it's a matter of data culture and they are disseminators. Uh, what, what is necessary today is a dissemination of the key organizational concepts. What I studied in 2028 in my master at Bocconi University about information systems management. When I studied it, I gave it not so much importance, but 15 years after, I know that everything is about governance and people within an organization. Everything is about that. So now I understand what's the real difference between information system and just hardware and software. The first one, uh, information system means that there are people managing the software, hardware, and some kind of information flowing be, uh, within a company. Mm -hmm. I'm interested about uh, how to match, manage data uh, across different departments. For example, sales department, marketing department, content creation department, I don't know, or specialist, because, you know, uh, I see when people don't understand each other. For example, uh, salespeople uh, distrust marketers. Uh, so we have this issue. Uh, of course, it's better to have this trust, to create cohesive goals, to go ahead together, but uh, we have this thing. So can you tell how to ma manage data across different departments, especially when people uh, don't communicate uh, enough time because of many other things like uh, they're busy or uh, any insights about that? <laughs> I will tell you what uh, major organizations are trying to do. They're trying to build a data marketplace, uh, mm -hmm. which is another uh, um, huge concept, uh, which is difficult, of course, uh, 
to do uh, because it's a long, long process. It involves all the organization. It's uh, often maybe top down because you need the strategic sponsorship from top management to drive this, uh, this kind of initiative. Uh, but data marketplace today is maybe uh, the most discussed approach. Um, data marketplace with data products inside. So data managed as a product. Um, I will repeat that this is difficult and the organization take uh, uh, months or years to arrive at this stage of maturity. But uh, in the meanwhile, you can use, of course, a resource center on an, on an internet and try to sponsor uh, uh, that common uh, um, source of knowledge of files, uh, uh, sh shared information. Uh, there will be some uh, people, uh, even salespeople, that will always ask you the file via email, even if there is a self-serve platform, a self-serve tool to search and find the file. But anyway, again, it's about culture. In the months and maybe some years, you will convince hopefully people that they need to self-serve because they will find another valuable information if they go uh, at a shared center. If you manage, for example, a WordPress site uh, today, it's quite easy to um, enrich a media library with uh, company documents to organize a knowledge base of a product documents. Uh, it, it's what, what I've been doing in these years in the company. Uh, we have, uh, as a marketing team, we act uh, as um, resource hub makers. And uh, of course, uh, this needs manutention. Uh, this needs uh, to be uh, curated. So it takes time, uh, but it spreads the knowledge within the organization across different teams, thanks to digital mm -hmm. resources that we have today at a low cost. Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of advice can you give to marketers who can't get some data because of policy, because it's hidden. <laughs> uh, you know, I often see this issue when someone pay money. Uh, okay, please provide me results. But uh, sorry, I can't show this data because of policy. Some wrong people can know about that. So <laughs> can you advise uh, how to explain about importance yeah. of sharing this data or if you can't get it any tips what to do then <laughs> uh, it's an issue in uh, largest corporations uh, in a very global large organization for example i organized the course since i love teaching a course for a global player in the logistics uh, this player is in japan and um, they only share some uh, marketing capabilities with the Europe branch. Um, this is difficult, of course, for the people in Europe uh, because you can't take advantage of the full marketing stack. For example, you can use LinkedIn, but maybe you cannot change content on the website. Uh, so sometimes uh, they struggle. They struggle because they are far geographically and uh, maybe because of uh, rigid policies, uh, of um, strict policies, uh, they can't manage to do everything that they 
plan and they would like to do. Uh, so it's just a real life. Uh, what to do in these cases? Uh, some kind of certification can be helpful because, for example, you, there is the uh, ISO uh, 27001, um, which is less common and less known than the ISO uh, ISO um, 9001, which is the most common certification for a company. Uh, thousands of companies have this uh, basic certification of their progress processes. The uh, 27 1001 uh, uh, version is about information security. When uh, you make an internal audit uh, for information security, while you are doing this, you learn. You learn how information flows uh, within uh, your departments. How can be better shared? Because uh, you are required to compile a list of uh, the different levels of privacy, of uh, content restriction, of um, you know, legal matters, so information, sensitive information must be protected. While you do this, you learn. Uh, for example, we certified in the software company I work for, and this was a huge process, spent uh, um, hundreds of hours, but we learned so much. And the organization is making uh, steps forward. Uh, processes are better. The information is much better known and shared today yeah nice nice love it love it uh let's talk about the wrong data you know when companies uh, analyze a lot of data uh, but sometimes we need to divide the wrong data that might mislead and i can share one example for example uh, once we decided to promote um, a website by using data from youtube channel one company uh, but audience was different the target audience uh, different because on youtube the audience uh, uh, was looking for ways how to learn how to get educational content on website uh, website uh, sells services products uh, so audience is different can you tell uh, how to and uh, we tried to set up uh, uh, paid marketing and then we got it we need to change the approach uh, because uh, because the audience is different can you tell how to divide the wrong data before implementation for example if you have a lot of data you provided research but sometimes we can be not sometimes we open i i always make mistakes you know it's part of the job so any tips how to divide the, the wrong data from uh, right data <laughs> Uh, it's a huge question. Uh, everyone makes uh, mistakes uh, in, um, of course, in planning uh, the ways you are going to measure your efforts as a marketer. Uh, your efforts are so divided today. It's so tough, uh, the competition and the uh, array of uh, options you can use. Um, if people want to be educated on YouTube, which is the second largest uh, search engine in the world uh, and the best source for education, maybe, um, still today when there are uh, specialized uh, website platforms about uh, education, but what's inside the YouTube is great. Uh, it's uh, of great value if you can search. Um, anyway, it's not, not easy, of course, to um, aim for conversions. Be because uh, mm, 
if you, we think of the funnel, um, YouTube may be the higher part of the funnel, the top of the funnel where uh, many people discover your educational content. And um, only a few people we go down uh, at the down of the funnel because they really want to buy something. Uh, so it's quite common, in my opinion, as you told, uh, to have a um, few conversion on website uh, in uh, a situation uh, like this. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, you know that Google just decided to remove uh, uh, video thumbnails from uh, search engine pages. Uh, um, and it's, uh, it's like a shock because we, uh, the videos had so much power and search engine pages until today. So we, we, we don't know in the next month what's going to happen with the search engine pages uh, and the rich snippets results of video. Uh, so I don't, I don't, I do not like to say, uh, I, I'd like to say make, of course, your video if you search for conversion, but try to um, give power to your, con to your landing page uh, uh, on your website because you have much more control on that how to give power of course with backlinks and uh, with digital pr uh, you need to be known as a brand uh, it's difficult on youtube you um, I have a great production for example you anatoly uh, you are so um, constant so uh, consistent in your production your product every day so um, you, of course you have a competitive advantage in producing video uh, but um, some brands can can't have this effort, can't um, can't manage uh, such uh, marketing budget for making videos internally in there. Maybe if there's only one person in the digital marketing team, so they have to do with the smaller resources with a few videos, uh, and they can stay maybe on YouTube all the time and uh, really take uh, advantage of the power of YouTube. So they make it may be helpful to create one single landing page and try to give all the power to that landing page by spending the other time in procuring backlinks, quality backlinks to the page. And um, of course, trying to engage journalists and bloggers for digital PR. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, interesting, interesting. Okay, uh, Andrea, I have the question about something uh, that we mentioned that I usually do a lot. I made a lot of mistakes in my life. I keep doing them. And uh, but I didn't know another way how to learn something because uh, uh, if I don't know, I need to start from uh, best practices, from generic information. Then I always fail and understand I need to change something to adapt to consider preferences. And it's okay, you know, if you start from basic information can you tell about common mistakes that uh, companies still do by managing data and your tips how to find a much better way okay managing data you don't have to take anything for granted um, so you don't have to take for granted that data is actually flowing and uh, is actually shared within the organization just because people tend to do the same things uh, when it comes to procurement uh, of information, uh, because uh, they are always in a hurry. Uh, people uh, always struggle to 
make their own part of the job. For example, salespeople are uh, engaged in so many meetings with clients. So um, if you have a lot of, mean, a lot of meeting, meetings during the day, uh, if you stay a lot of time with clients, uh, maybe your motivation to find by yourself the information you need uh, can be lower. Um, especially um, salespeople, traditional salespeople, which are uh, much less used to uh, self-serve information. Um, younger generations, I think, that are uh, much more, um, tend, tend much more to self-serve. Uh, and uh, for example, there are statistics by Forrester about uh, self-serving in um, B2B buying. Um, another statistics, which I don't remember the source, but uh, it's uh, four researches out of five in B2B uh, within 2025 will be self-served. So people don't even contact you anymore as a salesperson of a company, but go to, their we to your, your website, your company website, and try to do everything uh, um, by themselves. Uh, this means uh, uh, coming back to mistakes in managing data, that maybe you are not updating uh, um, enough your website uh, or, or you are taking for granted that uh, the B2B complex uh, customer journey is uh, developing across other channels when uh, today uh, we uh, live still in a world where company websites are so important for brand perception. So don't don't take for granted this granted is my message that uh, the customer journey of your potential customer is uh, in other channels because uh, um, you studied like that it worked like this uh, ten years ago. Uh, everything is changing. Uh, search marketing is changing as well, uh, both in B two B and in consumer uh, consumer markets. Um, for example. Search engines are still uh, one of the top. If you look at the digital reports, there's the, that famous report by We Are Social, which is global, and it's uh, a gold mine because it's uh, 300 and more uh, slides, presentations for free about digital behavior across every country of the world. You learn so many things if you download this report. Uh, for example, one thing that impressed me is that Search engines is still on top of brand discovery. People still discover new brands in search engines. Uh, and you know that uh, this year um, is the most interesting year maybe for uh, search engine marketing since uh, 10 or 15 years because the people are starting to wonder what's going to happen with being AI. If it's going to uh, erase... Uh, uh, gonna bite some market uh, share points uh, from Google. Uh, until last year, before ChatGPT, people was uh, sure. Uh, people were sure about uh, Google being a monopoly and uh, not being touched by anyone, and not not being uh, even impressed by any competition. Uh, so I, I think Google is gonna uh, take uh, prolong its, its leadership for many years. But uh, things changed the last November uh, with the release of ChatGPT and the acceleration of artificial intelligence in 
products available to the public. Um, I, I'm sorry, it was uh, quite the longest in Aswell and uh, touched so many things, but uh, in my opinion, it's only with uh, an holistic uh, discussion about this we can uh, <laughs> we can discuss this uh, this topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google still has these positions. Uh, we'll see what kind of future will be. That's good to have this competition uh, because when only one company can take the most search traffic like plus 90 percent it's a lot so i'm excited if bin can take some position and if this technology chat will help people i think in the end customers will win users will win it doesn't matter what kind of search you will use chat search uh customers will win because this technology can help simplify our experience uh, and for example my team also uh, created the tool that can help to create content at scale in home page it's called golden button guys it's not <laughs> you know you need to uh, change edit uh, because uh, ai can't create high quality content it's impossible because it's the best rewriting tool ever rewriting <laughs> uh, nobody cares about rewriting uh, people need something new so you need to add uh, data new valuable insights then you can get high quality content uh andrea i have the final question about uh, how you can uh, teach companies decision makers people about using data you know uh, uh, it's a big struggle for example uh, if i get a new client who don't understand seo so don't uh, understand then uh, i usually tell them take my course learn a little bit use google use youtube find content learn the basic because without basics it's hard to go ahead if we uh, don't understand each other we can't create uh, great results but if you understand the basic uh, then i usually spend some time to learn uh, different products for example uh, i promote crypto websites forex trading investing i spend time to learn how to trade how to get it and uh, even i can spend some money with that i, I lose this money because 95% of traders lose money but uh, in the end i can learn it's not a lot of money that i can't allow to lose but i can learn how it works uh, can you tell how to teach about management data how you teach uh, your methods how to transfer to decision makers about understanding the basics of management data Ooh, <laughs> another tough question one million dollar question yeah. okay um it depends who you have in front of you of course um if some decision maker is involved in the course i'm happy because uh, senior people can make uh, sound business decision and uh, can have influence uh, into the company. Um, but uh, junior people, younger people um, follow better my advices uh, usually because they are uh, like uh, a sponge. Uh, they are willing to learn, they, they're young and their, their mind is flexible. So it's a, it's a matter of balance. You need to strike the balance. Uh, you need to understand how to influence people senior enough 
to spend money and to change the processes, but younger enough to be enthusiastic and to get the most from your courses. It's a challenge. It's a, cha a mid, mid senior profile would be the best because as some experience, so it's listening to you, but it's not thinking that it's just theory. Okay, oh, my, my courses are practical, of course, but mm -hmm. the, of course there's some theory always because we needed to um, and to explain what's crawling, indexing, uh, ranking, uh, the phases of a search engine, you know. So you need to present some slides <laughs> to, to, to people. Uh, a few slides uh, and we are on a screaming frog. This is the, <laughs> the, the method is just this, that mm -hmm. uh, the, 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 the presentation part must not uh, take too long and then ends on, on instruments and the tools. So people, if, if you only read and present the slides, people are going to sleep within two hours or maybe less. So usually my method is a mix of first, first part presentation and then ends on the tools. And people get very, satis get very satisfied about this because they have a key concept in mind. Also, they just tried how to do things practically. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. And I have the final question. It's not about data. It's not about marketing, not about ACO. It's about Italy. You know, <laughs> I want to ask you, you uh, mentioned in the beginning of podcast that you relocated from Milan to Torino. And uh, when I was in Italy, I found that people uh, love soccer. Uh, in Italy, it's football. So, uh, in Milan, you need to uh, uh, love Inter Milan or Milan, two teams, but you relocated to Torino. So you change your priorities to watch Torino or Juventus or just uh, uh, leave your own. <laughs> I don't know. My, 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 pri my priority has always been to see Juventus. <laughs> ah, okay. But I, I, uh, luckily, I am a soccer enthusiast. So I can see every beautiful uh, uh, game and enjoy it. For example, Champions League these days uh, is giving me so much relief after stressful days. Uh, uh, such mm -hmm. beautiful matches. Uh, and uh, Manchester City, for example, was beautiful to watch because they defeated the Bayern Monaco in such a way with the Holland, which is like a monster, you know, <laughs> a modern yeah. robot of, of soccer, perfection in the scoring, uh, and uh, so much strength, uh, so much coordination, uh, uh, rapid game. I enjoy Premier League, so uh, I like watching uh, foreign uh, teams in Champions League as well. I always thought the Champions League is my favorite uh, tournament ever. Champions League, mm -hmm. Wimbledon and uh, Ferrari winning yeah. uh, races. And it's my podium for uh, sports. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, it is the way to take away stress. But you know, when my team is playing, I usually get more stress, you know, than <laughs> to take away the stress because, you know, when Ukraine can play, uh, 
And you know, yeah, uh, I always uh, wanna win, but uh, it's life. Uh, many other great teams, so it's stressful. <laughs> Sometimes I can get more stress, you know, after watching the game. <laughs> Andrea, it's a big pleasure to get in the show to learn from you. You always share a lot of valuable insights. I need to go to an emergency room, you know, to consume all this information, to uh, digest and think how to implement them. Uh, it's a big, big pleasure. Tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you, how to follow you, how to reach out to you. Okay, you should follow me on LinkedIn. I'm sharing uh, each day one tool, resource, book, or something I learn and, and share. And uh, every two weeks, my newsletter, CIO and Co., meaning content, meaning uh, and uh, other things, uh, uh, digital technologies, of course, AI, which I'm very passionate <laughs> passionate about. And, um, well, uh, YouTube, uh, my personal website, andropaternostro.com. And uh, I'm also a publisher. I have Italia Weekend Network with five websites, uh, and uh, we try to give the best about uh, spending your time in Italy. So if you come to Italy, uh, visit our website and enjoy your time. It was my pleasure, of course, to be here. Yeah, great, great. Yeah, I love Italy. I was in Milan, uh, yeah, uh, Rome. Uh, yeah, I need to remind all these places. Venezia, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm I'm going back in some time when I have this time. Uh, guys, thanks a lot for listening and watching us. Andrea, it's a big pleasure. Thanks again. I love all your valuable insights, guys. You need to follow Andrea on social media, on LinkedIn. I'll submit uh, the link to, in the description below to the website, to the LinkedIn profile, and see you next time. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.